You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can you can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast. If you listened to last week's episode, I was a blubbery mess. I was fresh off a trip from Virginia where I threw an event for my deceased mother, and it was too much to handle, and I tried to make light of it, but it wasn't a light episode, which is totally fine, but I proceeded to be on the verge of a mental breakdown all of last week, but I decided a long time ago that there are no breakdowns, only breakthroughs, and that is what I'm on the verge of, and I tried so hard to put into practice my emotional toolkit, and I listened to myself. So as I said, fresh off a Virginia trip, from an event where emotions were very high for everybody. And I am such a little sponge and such a little mirror, and I absorb it all and reflect it onto the world, which is something that I view as a weakness. I know some people don't, but it is something that I'd like to at least understand and be able to control a bit more because I did feel a bit out of control when I arrived and recorded that episode. It's probably the most nervous I've ever been to record and post an episode. I tried to keep my socialization pretty low. I wanted solitude. I had intense emotions. I was also exhausted, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally depleted, and I needed solitude. A lot of times, I don't. A lot of times, I need to get out, be in the world, participate in society, see my friends, show them love, be out and about. I knew deep in my bones that I needed quiet. 
I need a time to be, I need a time to think. That being said, it was really important to maintain a routine of some sort. Getting out of the house can be really hard. Also, hygiene can be very difficult, but if you have the ability to get out and sweat, you won't want to get back into bed until you've showered. So I went to the rock climbing gym every single day, going climbing, ensured that I was being active, but also was ensuring that I was showering. But I wasn't that far gone. I just needed quiet. It was dramatic in a new way. It was intense in a way that I haven't experienced many times before to my memory. And I'm hoping this means that I am in the process of leveling up, for lack of a better term, because oftentimes that can happen in community, but oftentimes it happens in solitude when you need to step away from your current circle, step away from your current lifestyle, your current life, and reevaluate. I've done a lot of reevaluating. Also, I made house chores for myself every single day. I made a checklist of every corner of my bedroom. Every single day I worked on at least one of those, whether it be under the bathroom sink, the shower, under the bed, the nightstands, the desk, the dresser, and went through all of the belongings there discarded ones that no longer belonged, put things in their place, reorganized them, created systems, and that was fabulous because it made my space eons more comfortable. And then to create a space that was sacred and clean and clear because if you listened to the last episode, I was abundantly aware of how clouded I was. I was not able to see clearly. I was angry and I was sad and I was frustrated and confused and here I feel excited I feel hopeful it's a Monday I'm ready to be here I actually spent the night on the west side at one of my best friend's houses because my process last week was to allow myself to feel these intense emotions I knew that I was depleted I knew I was deflated give yourself some space give yourself some solitude to process these emotions. Keep some pillars of stability in my life so day to day I was not going off the rails and I wasn't. All was going to plan until about Friday when I didn't wake up early. I slept in a few hours later than I had been all week. I did cause myself a bit of distress from eh, the inevitable pull that our phone has to us sometimes. I mean I was using my phone Monday through Thursday but not in the same way. I was a, It was more doom scrolling on Friday, so that threw me off course for a bit. But I went out with my friends, I got some dinner, and then yesterday, Sunday, I was spending the whole day inside because I just was incredibly anxious. I, the weekend was hard for me. The whole week was hard, but I was taking steps forward and then I took a step back towards the end of the week and I thought I ruined all of my progress. And I was so anxious and I truly do lean more depressed if I'm going to be one way or the other. I was thinking about this, that there's certain titles that I do claim to myself, like depression, claim it. ADD, claim it. Because I've received those before. Anxiety, technically I've gotten that one, but I don't claim it for some reason. I don't know. I don't claim it. But I really, really was suffering yesterday. Yesterday was a scary day. Time could not have gone by slower. I was trying to do anything to eat up the time. I am obsessed with climbing at the moment. 
and I'm obsessed with watching videos on climbing and I was sitting and watching one I was like okay cool it it has to have been at least 40 minutes like we're almost working on passing an hour I looked at the video that I had started we were nine minutes in like are you kidding only nine minutes have passed how long is it gonna be like this it was so bad and then eventually I got my ass up and I went to go watch a football game at a sports bar go Dolphins they won last night and then I went over to a friend's I did have to count down from 100 and do a breathing technique before I got in the car and drove this is such unfamiliar territory to me I had Ubered to and from the sports bar because it was downtown. I don't know. Parking downtown scares me. Both Uber drivers that were talking to me, I was so lightheaded and dizzy. My hands were shaking. My heart was racing. I felt so incredibly nauseous all day. It was horrible. Anyway, got to my friends. We had an adventure of our own, so that's an entirely different story. But I woke up on the ocean. I mean, not literally, but, you know, in Santa Monica drove over to Venice. It was the easiest ride ever. Normally, it takes me almost an hour to get here. It took me 15 minutes. Easy money. Easy. Got myself a macadamia nut milk latte, an Erewhon breakfast sandwich. I also am going to post a vlog today. I'm feeling focused. I'm feeling driven. I'm feeling excited. I'm leaning more positive than I have been in the last seven days and there's a climbing gym over here and I do have my climbing stuff in the car and because I just went straight to a friend's last night after showering and getting ready for the night that I'm in sweats and a tank top which is normally what I could climb in easy that could be a fun way to break up the drive the drive's not that bad but could be a fun way to break up the drive so for my no more breakdowns only breakthroughs let yourself feel be exhausted, take the time, be in solitude, go on Do Not Disturb, let your friends know. Emily June, icon to us all, uses the create tool on Instagram and just has a little message that says like, I am working these hours, you will not hear from me. This is when you can. Sends it out to her friends. Started as a joke, really effective. Do that if you need to. Send the group chat. I'm out of commission this week. I'm going through it. You will not hear from me. I'm going to try again next week. Just avoid any distractions. Be really intentional with your time. I know things get scary. <laughs> things got so scary yesterday. I hate that. I hate. I felt like I was going to die. It was a nightmare. And that was only, it wasn't even a full 24 hours. It was probably from 10 a.m. to midnight. 14 hours. But you would have thought... That was a whole chapter in my memoir. All right, so to give you a little outline for the no more breakdowns, only breakthroughs, if you are going through a change, if something hard happened, if you feel yourself needing a period of time and space to think and evaluate your life, what's going on, who's in it, what's needing to be kept, what needs to be discarded, what is no longer serving us, give yourself some space. Guys, I'm going through it. I will not be answering my phone this week. I'm on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> but do it from a place of being strong for yourself. That was what was huge for me, and I'm really proud of myself, that I got back and I knew how depleted I felt, and I knew how weak I was feeling, 
and I knew myself well enough to know that this is solitude, not loneliness. This is solitude, not isolation. I'm not hiding from the world. I am just eliminating extra noise so I can focus on myself and I need it to be quiet to do so. So I allowed myself to process and feel these intense emotions and to be exhausted and I was really gentle on myself. You want to work from bed? Great. You want to hang out in bed as often as you want? As long as that's what feels honest and true, by all means, go for it. And I've gotten better as I've gotten older, knowing am I doing something out of self-sabotage or is this a tool and I'm listening to myself and this is just coming from an honest desire. I also think it's huge to have routines in place throughout the day, whether it is whatever I'm going through, I'm still going to call my mom at the end of every single night. I'm going to check my email morning and afternoon. I'm going to have breakfast every single day by 9.30. I'm going to go on a walk every afternoon. I will be, whatever those things are for you, have those in place. They don't need to be written down. I just knew like, and I also wasn't making a challenge to myself, go climbing. It just sort of was, okay, I need to go climbing now. My body just knew and I was letting it happen. Things to be cautious of. These little distractions. When giving yourself space, we're so accustomed to, especially in this day and age, to never need a moment of quiet. There's always something you can do to entertain yourself. There's always a show, a video, a TikTok, an Instagram photo, a story to be watched, a podcast to be listened to. And be cautious and mindful of that behavior because this is a really powerful space that you can be in. Why waste it? Side note, you have access to this whenever you want. I'm just someone that doesn't normally take a lot of alone time. I only need about a third of my time to be alone, but I needed 95% of the week by myself. And when you are ready, go out with your friends, call your friends, use your support system, check in with them, allow them to give you the support that they want to, have early mornings, have a fresh start. This is going to be catered to you. This is what happened for me last week. And I know that whenever this next breakdown, transforming to a breakthrough, comes along, it might look different. It might look like every evening alone or every morning is to myself or it's hard to even guess what it could look like. But for you, you'll find that. And the biggest piece of advice I can offer you is getting quiet with yourself and getting in tune and rebuilding that relationship because when something really difficult happens or we know that we're in a crossroads of our life and a change needs to be made, that's between you and you and you've got to get in tune and in this case that involved silence. It really strengthens your ability as a person and feeling independent when you can become in tune with yourself, listen to yourself, feel strong in your ability, in your thoughts, in your beliefs, and in your decisions, and make moves from it. So I'm hoping that a transformation is along the way. My next step, because I'm still not through it, I'm just feeling optimistic, I'm 
on the tail end, I think I got through the hardest part so far. That was really difficult for me. Also, this la is lasting probably two weeks of my life. Yours might last six months. Yours might last a few hours. It could be an afternoon that becomes a core memory. Everything is going to be unique to each person. My next step is to make the decisions and release what needs to be released. It's going to be tricky, going to be hard, but going to be worth it because I'm feeling stronger. I'm feeling brighter. I'm feeling happier. <sighs> that feels nice. Anytime I'm in a dark space, I know that there's sun. I know it can be bright again. I know that there's blue skies past the clouds, but I, though I can believe it, I'm like, I don't know. I'm feeling doubtful. Maybe I'll never feel happy for as long as I live. And it's like, girl, chill out. You've been around the sun 27 times. You can do it. Uh, so that's the pep talk. And what else did I want to discuss in today's episode? Let's see. I don't know. It's just been a very powerful and strange and transformative past few days. Normally, my camera roll is stocked and I'm able to plan out the episode by scrolling through. I probably took nine photos. I mean, the way that three of them are a pack of socks that I ordered. If you follow me on Instagram, you know. I ordered a pack of 30 colorful socks. I'm wearing green ones right now. And I posted it on my Instagram story because it's so ridiculous. And I've never received more interest in a purchase i've never sent out links to people being like fuck i missed the link that you posted can you send it to me again like for socks okay when i was on my way to the sports bar yesterday i see the package because when you order it it comes in a clear package so you can see the colorful socks <laughs> my neighbor downstairs ordered them i'm like that is influencing that is so funny uh, also, Trufru, tr is that what it's called? The frozen raspberries in white and dark chocolate. I probably had like four packs of those this week. I'm not even kidding. Oh, also, I want to give a shout out to a creator that I found. I think she's a makeup artist. I honestly don't know very much about her. I just found her on Instagram, followed her on both Instagram and TikTok. She makes makeup tutorials. That feels so up my alley. The trending video that I saw of hers was first date makeup. And her mentality was, I don't think that you shouldn't put in effort. I think the goal is to be like, oh yeah, I have a lot of effort put in, just not for this. You want to look like you're coming from somewhere else for a first date. And I started looking through her other videos and she has... She has makeup for the gamine. She has how to look cold. She has the 90s matte but incredibly well lit face makeup how to look like you're crying i could do such a better job but honestly just go to her page her username is zoe kim keneally z-o-e you'll find her you can look through my following i know my makeup enough to know how to do a no makeup makeup look i know the natural makeup that's fine and i also don't really care about full glam if i were to ever do full glam I know how to intensify my makeup enough to get away with it myself, but I, it just doesn't entertain me. And then if I were to ever need really intense glam, I would probably hire a makeup artist. The makeup that intrigues me 
is ways that just feel like playing dress up. I went to her TikTok and then she has whole breakdowns of like the different types of girls, like the downtown girl or the intellectual or and kind of makes up a whole story of who this person is and probably what they would look like and how they would apply their makeup. And no one has entertained me with makeup looks the way that she has. And I tried to find if she had longer form content anywhere because her videos are far too short, but she doesn't. So Zoe, if you're listening or if anyone contacts you, know that I, Lexi Lombard, personally want more from you. She's cool. You should definitely follow. I should probably start giving shout outs. That's fun. Who else do I really like? I don't know. There's always more room to share the love. I don't know if any of you guys saw my YouTube video. I do not know what happened, and I don't know if I already talked about this on the podcast. So I have a YouTube channel, and I've been on YouTube for, I don't know, 15 years, a very long time. I'm 27 now. I think I began when I was 12, potentially 11, but I think 12. And when I moved to LA, I was having a moment where there's just so much of me on the internet, so much of me on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. And I was like, I don't want all of this out here anymore. I, I, I No, you don't get to see this. Not everybody gets to see this. And I was meeting so many new people in LA. And I was like, I don't want them to get to know all of this on their own. I want them to have to meet me, speak with me to get to know this about me. So I archived all of my photos maybe before 2017 or something like that. And then same thing with YouTube videos. I think I privated everything that I made before moving to New York or maybe like being in New York for a few years. And then, and then 11 days ago, I had a moment where I thought to myself, I would be so sad if my favorite YouTubers from 2011 privated their old videos and I couldn't watch them anymore. It all started from me actually scrolling on a mutual's Instagram all the way to one of her first photos and I saw a group photo of a bunch of people that I'm still friends with today. No one looked the same. Everyone looked so incredibly local <laughs> because these people are so red carpet ready now and they just looked so normal and I loved it and I loved that there was evidence of it and I went through a change and I unarchived all my photos and I made all of my old YouTube videos public and for whatever reason there's this video that I found that was titled life or death situation and I click it and it's this bubbly hyper rambly video of me talking about how much I love Emily June and how you need to go subscribe to her so she can hit 10,000 subscribers and when I hit public on that video for some reason it reposted as a new video and I, I think it's funny so I just kept it on my channel but there is a one minute and 51 second long video that I made dedicated on my YouTube channel posted a full video telling you to subscribe to Emily right now and we used to do that stuff all the time I remember having these videos share the love and it would just be a video of me sharing my 10 favorite youtubers that I want you to subscribe to I don't know why I don't do that anymore like it I wasn't just doing it myself it was all part of the community the community just shifts anyone else that I've followed recently oh my episodes are out the Making Moves podcast with TK, you can go listen to that. I'll link that in the description box. And then the TMV Thoughts May Vary episode with Gabby and Meadow is also out. My episode on TK's podcast is with my friends Emily and Drew. Really lighthearted and goofy and fun and just chatting about 
you know, just shooting the shit. And then with Meadow and Gabby, it's a little bit more personal, a little bit more serious. Potentially, we talk about grief. That's the only serious aspect is because Meadow lost her dad and her brother. I lost my mom. That's how we met. That's how we bonded. And we talk about that. But I think grief is so incredibly interesting. I think death is so incredibly interesting. I did an exercise at some point that was think about five things that you could talk about for hours on end. And I really could talk about death, the afterlife, grief, loss, family. Oh, I really could talk about family forever. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's an experience to be had and it's an experience that's inevitable and we are all so much stronger than we believe we are. And we can and will absolutely all get through it. It's just such a fascinating part of life for something to be so scary and so widely feared. I mean, my therapist has told me this countless times that a child's worst fear from day one is their parents dying. And that's why in so many fairy tales, which is a bit morbid, the children have a missing parent, a dead parent. Same thing in a lot of kids' movies. I don't know why they do it to us, but it really is a child's biggest fear. I just think it's so fascinating that We know as soon as we're born that this is not a forever experience. It's a beautiful experience. It's a hard experience. It's a fun experience. It's a challenging experience. It can be silly and goofy and intense and heartbreaking and and stressful and ongoing and can feel like minutes are taking years or it just zooms by us and we can't believe that a year passed. But it's this beautiful experience worth having. But ultimately, it's temporary. We're just visiting And the fact that that scares so many of us when it's just part of the game, it's just part of the experience, blows my mind. And I really could talk about that forever. Um, But we discussed grief a little bit on that episode and I will link them down below. Completely shifting gears. It was just New York Fashion Week. What do we think of this as a viewer? I have lived in New York and attended New York Fashion Week. I attended it prior to living in New York. So I've had the experience as someone who flies to the city and exists there for the sake of that experience. And then I've also been a part of it where I'm a person living in the city that has this experience and just existing parallel to it. And now I'm a person that's not really involved in the experience, watching it from an outside perspective, having an inside perspective, but I'm A, so curious what people think of it that have no inside perspective. Are you like, this is so cool, this is so confusing, like how is everybody doing this? Are you annoyed by it? Are you jealous of it? Do you feel like certain people are really doing it well? It's fascinating (laughs) on the opposite end of the spectrum because I'm like, there's grief and there's death and we're all here for just a moment. And then it's like, there's the superficiality of Fashion Week that's also grabbing my interest in a way that's, dare I say, just as intense. But that took up a bit of my brain space for a while when it was happening. Because there are certain people that I actually love to watch their stories when they're at Fashion Week. And I like to see them there. And there's other people. And they could both be not involved in fashion or both be involved in fashion. That doesn't seem to matter. There are certain people that just pisses me off. I have to mute them. I'm like, something about you. I don't care that you're here. Stop it. Go, Go away. And other people, I'm like, yes, show me how the Sandy Liang show went. Look at you in this high-def photo. 
you look amazing I don't know where we'll talk about this but I am curious maybe you can leave it in a comment let's see I think that there's a way if I'm not mistaken because if it I'm not saying sentences right now if I go to the Alexi podcast on Spotify and I click an episode let me start this again. If I go to the Alexi podcast on Spotify and I click an episode, there is a Q&A portion and it says, what did you think about this episode? So maybe if you have any thoughts about Fashion Week, you could put them there. Oh, wow. I wonder if you can do this on the Apple app as well. Can you comment? No, but on the Apple podcast, that's where you can leave reviews. You tell how scrappy I am. I'm like, I don't even really know how this process works. Oh, someone left a new review. Okay, this is from Dexter the monkey. (laughs) I feel nervous, like reading something. It's like reading in front of the class and it's a compliment about myself. But this is a five-star review, so I want to thank this person, Dexter the monkey. I absolutely adore Lexi's podcast. It's the most relatable and comforting podcast I've listened to and the only one I've been able to get through more than a couple episodes. Her voice is so soothing to listen to and she doesn't shy away from any topics. She truly talks about what her followers want to hear. I look forward to not only the content she provides, but as well as the questions that her followers ask and she discusses at the end of every episode, which we'll get into in a second. I also love that when Lexi has guests on the pod, they truly fit the content and brand she has created. The podcast is something I look forward to every week and I'll forever recommend it. That's so sweet. Thank you, Dexter the Monkey. If you like the podcast leave a rating thanks so much they make me really happy uh they did mention the question portion so let's get into that but first a word from today's sponsors i am a little bit of a drama queen but i definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair style it and then think okay everything's actually all right (laughs) and one of the best products i've tried recently is way's new hair gloss it takes five minutes it's an easy addition to your routine you do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does a hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi. 
to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash L-E-X-I-E. All right, all right. So I was in the fields last week. Happens. And because of that, when I posted asking for questions for the podcast, I said, let's get in the fields because I'm in the fields. But not every question is in the feels. Maria wants to know, how do you revisit emotions you've been suppressing? We are going to phone a friend for this answer. And by phone a friend, I'm going to read a text that one of my best friends, Alex, sent to me this week. Because something that I was, that I learned, I don't want to say incorrectly, but this is something that I didn't really learn how to do growing up. There was almost a window that I was able to share my emotions And if the moment had passed, I had to suppress them. So how to revisit these emotions? I was calling my friend Alex. She's who I slept over with last night. I was like, I'm going, this thing is bothering me so much, but I feel like, you know, the window passed and I can't bring it up anymore. She's like, no, 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 that is not how it works. And she said to me, the merit of your feelings do not have an expiration date. And those who love you and are close to you are always going to be grateful for an opportunity to bring you peace and know how to best love you. Should I read that again for the ones in the back? The merit of your feelings do not have an expiration date. And those who love you and are close to you are always going to be grateful for an opportunity to bring you peace and know how to best love you. So for me, I just needed to even hear that to be able to realize Okay, in this example, Alex really hurt my feelings, but it's been a week and we've already had other texts and talked about other things and we've even hung out one other time and I didn't bring it up. I can't just bring that up. You absolutely can because the merit of your feelings do not have an expiration date. I want to put in practice because I'm learning this in real time with you. The next time I'm with Alex, I say, okay, a couple weeks ago when we were on that walk and you said that thing in front of me. I didn't think it really bothered me that much, but it's still lingering. I know you didn't mean to hurt my feelings. I'm sure you didn't mean to hurt my feelings, but I wanted to let you know that it hurt. If you're suppressing even little emotions like that, I'm sure you're suppressing the much bigger ones. And when we are suppressing emotions, a way to practice the big ones is to start practicing with the small ones. Isabella asked, how do you let go express your anger in a healthy way? Anger I don't feel very often, and when I do, it provides me with a lot of energy, which personally I like because then I have something to work with. I have something to channel, and I find myself using the energy towards a long run or towards cleaning or towards a massive discard of belongings or towards loving those that I love that much harder so when I feel anger it kind of lights me up in a way that I'm unfamiliar with I I, I'm not like happy to have it there but it's not my least favorite quote-unquote negative emotion Nikki wants to know how do you make romantic connections when dating apps are not for you well then you gotta open your energy up a little bit more and be a little bit more forward If you're not in the mood for dating apps where everything can be done quite directly, everyone on a dating app is looking to date, whereas if you're out at a bar, out at a restaurant, at a coffee shop, maybe not everybody's single. Maybe everyone's not looking to meet people. They're just there for a different reason. 
you got to get more comfortable going up to someone and telling them they're cute. Also, I think it's really valuable when you do think someone is attractive to ask them if they're single because then that'll have me continue or move on so much faster and as a way to avoid rejection or like the pain of rejection, I should say. I used to be so shy and coy about bringing up the topic of being single or in a relationship or dating intentions or anything of the sort with guys in person, whether I was interested in them or not, definitely even more if I was interested in them, but it wasn't exclusive to just that. And now I love talking about that with guys, whether I'm interested in them or not, just what are you looking for in a girl or whoever? I don't know why I'm being so binary right now. Uh, What are you looking for? What do you want in a relationship? What was your last relationship like? Just being comfortable with the topic and then it's made me so much more comfortable, like by tenfold, going up to someone that I think is cute and just being like, so are you single? Are you seeing anyone? And then they are, I'm like, oh, lucky, lucky them. I don't know, dance along. Uh, But I think being forward is so much harder in theory than it actually is in practice. The more you do it, the more you realize how not big of a deal it is at all. Juliana wants to know, What are my favorite accessories that I'm currently wearing? I am having a moment where accessories are something that I'm taking interest in, but I'm not wearing them. Okay, I have like my cute little bags and I just got colorful socks, so I'm lying a little bit. But there are so many cute outfits to be worn that involve so many accessories, but I'm such a fussy person and I don't like so many things being attached to me. I like being uninhibited and free and accessories are very limiting in my head. I want to be able to move freely and accessories physically weigh me down and oftentimes they keep you from being as rambunctious as I prefer to be. For example, if I had all these like different clips in my hair and or something tied around my hair that needed to stay a certain way or you know a bracelet tied around my thigh or whatever, little heels, fun shoes. I'm like, I can't be fucked right now to have all these little dangly things all over me as cute as they look. So it's been a bit of a shallow debacle I'm going through where I want to be accessorized, but my body said no. If uh, society and um, beauty or style wasn't a thing, I would probably be in a leotard 24-7 with like maybe a hoodie and sweats to put over top if I was cold. But I'd want to be in something stretchy and mobile at all times with really comfortable shoes and or barefoot. What a shame that I also enjoy style because the more stylish I am, the less I feel that I'm actually capable of doing. If I have comfortable shoes on and I'm already out, I'll keep going out. I mean, I I could argue that if I'm in a cute outfit and I'm already out, I'll stay out longer. But if I'm in shoes that aren't very comfortable, my night is ending so much earlier which is unfortunate because that's inhibiting my life. It's amazing how far you can go with the question of accessories. Uh, But I do have this new pink metallic bag from Nunu, N-U-N-O-O, and that's been fun. Also, I have my Longchamp bag that has the stallion in the clouds, and it's a vertical tote, and I adore that. Wow, I think I'm lying a little bit again. Every single day, I have my gold Casio watch on. I can't remember a day that I've gone without it and then I have two pairs of hoops in my ears they're on the smaller size I'd say they're about the size of maybe one's a nickel and one's a dime and they're from Hay Harper so they're waterproof which has been fantastic for traveling because I can be 
on the Amalfi Coast, in the sea. No problems. Showering. No problems. Also, I'm accessorized without having to remember to accessorize, which is nice. Okay, let's move on to something else. Noelle wants to know, what does true love mean for me? True love is when you are fully seen, every side of yourself, by someone else. And they accept you fully with open arms. They love it all. Or they accept it all. And they're here for it. And vice versa. Oh my god, when there's two people that are able to see each other and all their flaws and love them ten times harder because of them and choose to keep moving forward and closer together. Ah! I love love. My mom's a ginger ass. Do you get the Sunday scaries? No, because I kind of love a Monday. I love a Monday. I love a fresh start. As a self-employed person, there's no social temptations on a Monday morning. No one's trying to steal your attention on a Monday morning besides employers and employees. And I love that. Blair wants advice for someone who wants to start creating content for funsies. My best advice is to not wait until you have a certain piece of equipment or a certain space to record in or take photos in just to go for it. My first podcast episode was recorded on my phone using the microphone from wired headphones. Here I am almost two years later in a studio with a proper mixer and a professional mic and it's just as fulfilling and it's just as fun, but it, it will come with time. Same thing with my YouTube channel. My first videos were all recorded on the MacBook webcam. And now I have a collection of cameras that I use and I understand microphones better. That's not where it began. So if you're looking to create content for fun, there's something fun about limitation and using what you have. It makes you so much more creative. So start with whatever you have and make it work. And it is only uphill from there. Leah said, Lexi, I'm going to get bangs this week because you said to, but I'm scared. Did I? I feel like someone asked if they should get bangs. and I, Maybe I didn't say no. I think someone asked if they should dye their hair pink and I said no. I love having bangs. Or I loved. I don't have them now. Having bangs during the winter. This is the time to get it as the seasons start to get colder. Because having bangs in the summer when it's sweaty and they stick to your forehead, it's not a look. So this is a good time to do it. So if you really want to try it, now is the chance. But if you're having hesitation, don't do it. Hot take. Hold off. Frolicsome Fairy. So they moved to Sunset Park, Brooklyn a year ago, and I rewatched your NYC vlogs. Did you live off the R train? I didn't. I lived in Crown Heights off of the Franklin 6, in between the Franklin 6 and then the Nostrin AC. Also, this person asked for a go-to I need a reset ritual or routine. Always starts with the clean of the body, clean of the space, doesn't matter which order. Make the bed, putting new sheets on the bed, easiest reset ever. Has it been more than two weeks since you put a clean pair of sheets on your bed? Go do it right now. Go do it as soon as you're home. Finishing a book. If there's a book that I've been babysitting for a minute, my reset is to 
complete that, spend as long as it takes finishing the book, and then think about the next book that I want to read. Switching out my purse or my go-to bag. Same thing, I was talking about how I have these go-to accessories. I've just had the same hoops in my ears and the same watch on my wrist, but maybe swapping out for a new set of jewelry. Changing the energy. A lot of times I will... Um, change the position of furniture in my room, rearrange it, or change the position of my bed. For a reset, I do a cleaning of something or a switch of something. And I'm excited to do that this week. I'm feeling an air of hope and inspiration and energy. Ah! I'm excited. I just stretched my arms up in the air because I was happy. Uh, if you made it to the end of the episode, thank you so much. You should leave a comment on Spotify if you can. I need someone to test this out with me. And if you feel oh so inclined to leave five stars or a gorgeous little review for me on the podcast app, that'd be fabulous. And maybe you'll be lucky enough to have me read it to the whole world. Other than that, I will talk to you guys later somewhere on the internet, but definitely here next week. So take care. XOXO. Enjoy your week. Bye. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.